0: Today on the newscast, the shadow war between Israel and Iran is heating up. We've got a breaking wars and rumors of war update next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. As the war in Ukraine continues to intensify, things are also heating up in the world's most pivotal and chaotic region, the Middle East. In particular, that shadow war between Israel and Iran is increasingly coming out of the shadows. Now, we told you on yesterday's newscast that over the weekend, Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps launched at least 12 ballistic missiles at Iraqi Kurdistan. The city of Erbil, which is the capital of Iraqi Kurdistan, was targeted, and the rockets fell very close to the U.S. consulate there. Now, the Revolutionary Guards Corps claimed responsibility, so there is no debate, folks, on who was behind this attack. But they said that the target of this missile onslaught were secret Israeli bases or Israeli Mossad spy centers. Now, over the past few years, Iran has frequently accused Israel of having a presence in Iraqi Kurdistan. And now, a new report from Hezbollah-linked media says that Israel is using Kurdistan as a forward base to launch attacks inside Iran. The Times of Israel picked up this report, as did Haaretz, two leading Israeli publications, but the original source was Al-Mayadeen, which is a Hezbollah-linked TV station. Al-Mayadeen reported that six Israeli drones uh, destroyed an Iranian drone fleet in western Iran back in February. Now, again, this Hezbollah-linked TV station said the drones originated from Iraqi Kurdistan, and that is why Iran, according to Hezbollah, this Hezbollah-linked network, that is why Iran targeted Erbil over the weekend. But again, a pretty stunning admission from a Hezbollah, and you would think an Iran-linked TV station, to basically admit, yes, Israel destroyed, did severe damage to hundreds of Iranian drones at a base in Western Iran. Again, this happened back in February, and now the narrative from the Iranian regime and its mouthpieces is that the attack over the weekend, the missile attack, was responding to this takeout of a fleet of Iranian drones by Israel. Now, originally, Iran had also said that the attack was in response to the elimination last week near Damascus of two Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps officials by an Israeli strike but the plot thickens now with this report from a Hezbollah linked TV station Al Mayadeen they also reported that in that Iranian missile strike against Erbil over the weekend that Israelis were killed again folks on one hand take it with a grain of salt it's coming from a Hezbollah linked TV station but on the other hand, it was it was intriguing enough, I say, and timely enough, I would think, considering all the smoke going on right now between Israel and Iran, that it was worth reporting on and to bring that to you as other leading Israeli outlets have picked up the story as well. On the Israeli end, it does seem plausible. You could certainly see Israel targeting Iran's drone program. Israel has warned repeatedly over the past few months that Iran is expanding that attack drone program, handing those drones off, and the drone technology to its various proxies around the region, that ring of fire that surrounds Israel, Hezbollah, Hamas, Islamic Jihad, the Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, and of course the Houthis in Yemen armed to the teeth with drones, as is Iran. We have documented here in the newscast many times how Iran and its proxies are using those drones to go on the offensive. So, We will have more on this, hopefully, in the days to come. Hopefully, we get uh, more sources other than the Hezbollah-linked TV station, Al-Mayadeen, which originally reported this, but certainly an intriguing story, folks, that we are keeping a very close eye on. Of course, again, it comes on the heels of the Iranian missile attack against Iraqi Kurdistan over the weekend. Also comes on the heels of reports from Iran that they foiled an Israeli plot against their Fordow nuclear plant. Again, take that with a grain of salt. It came from the Iranian regime. And lastly, and this one's credible, there was a pretty major cyber attack yesterday, Monday, March 14th, against Israeli government websites, and that cyber attack almost certainly originated from Iran. So again, things are heating up between Israel and Iran, big time, as the war in Ukraine rages. Iran seems to be taking that as an opportunity to accelerate its plans and go on the offensive while the world's attention is distracted by what's going on in Ukraine right now, which means, folks, we are at a very dangerous moment uh, in the Middle East, just as Iran's foreign minister is in Moscow today meeting with Sergei Lavrov, Russia's foreign minister, about reviving that Iran nuclear deal, which has been put on hold over the past few weeks because Russia is saying, hey, you're sanctioning us over Ukraine. We still want to be able to do business with our good friends in Iran. We don't want sanctions uh, to affect that. So that's the holdup right now. And Iran is taking the opportunity to send a message to the West and go on the offensive. We've been talking a lot about Iraqi Kurdistan, Northern Iraq. Where is this region? What is it all about? Well, I thought it'd be a good idea today to take you to Iraqi Kurdistan. I was on the Iraq-Iran border a place not many American civilians have set foot since 1979 in the Iranian Revolution, but we were there for an on-the-ground, up-close view at Iran, and we went inside what the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps is all about as they were watching us where we were standing. Take a look. joining us, maybe just turn the channel and you came to us here and you're wondering, where are these guys? We are on the Iraq-Iran border. This is Iraqi Kurdistan. That is Iran. You're looking into Iran right now. You have a view right now that few Americans have ever had, quite frankly, at least in the past 40 years. We're ringed, I guess you could say, and surrounded by Iranian Revolutionary Guards positions. I can see them. They're right here. Uh, They're white, structures here and they're all around us and they're watching right now but we're in the good hands of the kurdish peshmerga dalton tell our viewers we keep saying the irgc that stands for iranian revolutionary guards corps uh tell us who they are and why they're so dangerous and why we're a little nervous as they're staring at us right now over yonder
1: the iranian people are amazing iran and the iranian regime are two separate things 1979, a revolution happened in Iran. And there then became, it was born, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. So their job is to, they're the custodians, the guardians, the protectors of the revolution that's been holding the 80, 90% of the country that's amazing as prisoners and as hostage. 2003 Saddam Hussein was deposed and taken out of power and there was a unity government formed in Iraq which was supposed to have equal representation between Sunni, Shia and Kurd. What happened was the IRGC put its foot in the door and began influencing things between 2003 and now. An intelligence report was released that said that the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps now has more influence in Iraq and in the Greater Levant now, 17 years after the invasion in 2003, than any time in history between then and now, which is a terrifying reality. And here's why this is significant. Because the greater that threat grows, the more silent the Kurds are gonna become. Why? because the more fearful they're going to be of the repercussions of speaking out against this beast, they can overpower them in a moment, which is why we need to lift our voices on their behalf, because they're gonna be increasingly marginalized and silenced because of those forces that are on the hill surrounding us right now. And I think it's urgent that we see out of the box, creative thinking in terms of policy to stave this off because i do believe it's a 1935 moment yeah we're approaching the point of no return where it is too late and i don't like hype and hyperbole and sensationalism this is not that this is something a very clear and present danger and i don't think the western world's prepared for what's around the corner now europe is looking to appease the
0: iranian regime quite frankly which is sad to say we could use a man like winston churchill today in europe i think he's turning in his grave as he sees the appeasement of European nations, sadly, uh, towards the Iranian regime. The Trump administration has made some very strong moves, as you said, and some some right moves, uh, killing that Iran deal, sanctioning uh, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps, designating them as a terrorist group, which they most surely are the foremost. The head of the snake when it comes to global terror is the Iranian regime, and specifically this Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps that's staring at us right now here on the Iranian border. I compare them, Dalton, to the, just so people at home have kind of an image of who the IRGC, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps are. Think, and you mentioned 1935, rightly, when Hitler and the Nazi regime were rising in Germany. Iran is having a similar rise right now. Think of the SS, which surrounded Hitler. He's his elite vanguard, the SS. That's the IRGC. They answered directly to the supreme leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khamenei. Again, what an experience to be on the Iran Iraq border, a place not many Americans have tread over the past 43 years or so. Special thanks to our good friend Dalton Thomas of Frontier Alliance International and, of course, the Kurdish Peshmerga for joining us. You know, I mentioned President Trump in that piece. When I went to Kurdistan, he was still in office. It was shortly before he left office. But the Biden administration now has clearly a much different approach to Iran, to the Revolutionary Guards Corps, and to the Iran nuclear program. And folks, we are in a very dangerous place right now. Keep this situation in your prayers, the Iran nuclear deal. I hope it does not come to fruition because it makes war not less, but more likely in the region. We're keeping a close eye on all of this until tomorrow. Thanks so much for joining us. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.